0: You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with Trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to
1: BBDforlife.com. Your politics won't change this. Hey, guys, what's going on? This is Trainer Fred. And welcome to the Bodies by Design radio show. I'm here with my co-host and my best friend, Coach Donovan. What's up, buddy? How you doing?
0: Oh, man, I'm feeling pretty good today. Um, yeah, I got like extra levels of soreness from some some crazy workouts I've kicked up this week, but oh, yeah, I, I like that. How about you? Well,
1: I'm just really, really excited about Thanksgiving. I'm excited about Christmas. I'm excited about just taking some time off and just uh, recalibrating. But you know, today, um, I just want to warn everybody is this is going to be a very high energy and very dynamic podcast and we're going to be talking about politics. We're going to talk about fitness, We're going to talk about fall of a great nation. We're going to talk about, uh, some things that you really need to hear that no one is talking about on the mainstream media. And that is that your politics will not change this. And what is it that we're talking about? Um, man, you know, what, what's what been going on right now is I think everybody is being, f- you know, fed overly is the elections, the elections and... Um, there's three camps right now. And the, the camps that 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 are out there is you have your Republican camps and you have your Trump camp that, you know, they're, you have their supporters, you know, uh, they believe that fraud happened, they um, they want to recount, you know, and if you're in that party, then you're you know, you're liking everything on Facebook that's put up there, all the conspiracy theories uh, that you know this country is gonna go to hell and we're gonna become socialists socialist and You know, the second party is the blue party, which is, you know, with Biden that is just jubilated with the the fact that Trump is going to be gone and, you know, no no fraud happened. You're loving and liking everything that's on Facebook and sharing stuff and you're dancing in the streets and um, and you just can't wait for him to be gone. And then there's a third party. And the third party is the people that just want to move on. And what I mean by that is, regardless of which way it goes, This party is just waiting for this to be over. The recounts to happen for whoever that is supposed to be in office is going to be in office. And the significance of that is right now, our nation is being completely divided. And I've seen that in person. For those of you that have not listened to our first couple of episodes and did not hear my story I am originally from Iran and I was born in Tehran and, um, and if you know the history of Iran, it's also known as Persia and it was one of the greatest superpowers in the world that basically controlled the economy, uh, innovation, uh, academics for over 2000 years. Unfortunately, in, when I was born in 1979, the country changed and the country fell into the hand of uh, radical Muslims. And these radical Muslims, they accomplished this defeat of the Shah by dividing the country into two. This side was bad and this side was good. And they promised that they were going to come in and they were going to rescue everyone. And that hasn't happened. And it hasn't happened in 45 years. And Iran is not a better place than it was 45 years ago. And it's extremely sad. And it's one of the most beautiful places in the world, one of the richest countries in the world, but it's always under sanctions. It's always being, um, it's always being accused of terrorism and, but unfortunately it's the politics and the people that are in power. It's not the humans that live there. It's not the residents that live there because they're full of love and it's a beautiful culture. It's a rich culture. And unfortunately, you know, I've seen my country get divided and stay divided and what really is scaring me right now is what's happening in the US and watching the division that is happening between the people how the political parties are dividing people into red and blue and then forcing them to basically it's almost like a dog fight to where it's like you know they got they got these dogs on a chain and they're just wanting to make these people fight against each other i see these conversations on facebook i see this hate rhetoric that's going back and forth This is the stuff that we need to be careful and we need to be very open, have our eyes widely open. Why? Because division is what makes a nation fall. Division does. And I know Donovan, you and I have had many conversations about being minorities. And one thing that I have come to realize is that nothing that I was born with I chose not my body, not my skin color, not my voice, not my hair color, not my eyes, not my height, nothing, not where I was born, not who my mom and dad was, not, uh, what country I was born in nothing. I had zero choice. Right. And in your case, you didn't walk into a store and say, Hey, I want to be black. I want to be six foot tall. I want to be 195 pounds. I want to have no, You didn't choose any of that. You didn't choose your birthplace, right? But we're labeled as minorities. We're labeled. Everyone is labeling everybody so we can have separation. But what we're not realizing is like, we're all human. Like there's no way that I should ever treat Donovan differently because his skin color is different because Donovan didn't choose his damn skin color. I didn't choose where I was born. I didn't choose my mom and dad. So how can he hate me for where I was born? How can he hate me for the color that I have on my skin? So I know you've touched on this a little bit before Donovan, but talk to us a little bit about division. Talk to, talk to us a little bit about your experience and we're going to dive into how all of this is going to affect your health and what you should be doing and who is actually going to save you. Yeah, man, this is a a
0: really important topic because there is a lot of weight put into any kind of authority or leadership figure and what we were born into is to believe that these people who are called our governments or the people that sit in these these you know these high chairs are going to take care of us right they're they're putting things in place that that take care of this country that we live in we're taught this from an early age so naturally we grow up putting a lot of trust and emphasis on whatever's going on uh, with these political parties. But the, the reality of it is, from my perspective, um, you know, my mom, Black woman, she had two kids, me and my older brother, before she met my the guy I call my dad now. This was in 1976 that they met and prior to that my biological father who was puerto rican was murdered before i was two years old um and then my my mom met my uh the guy i call my dad now and he's a he's a white man so they met each other during a time when it was very new right and kind of taboo to have an interracial relationship so you know, she already had two black kids. He ended up taking her back to his parents' house and say, hey, I'm here with my new girlfriend and her two kids. And so I was born into that. I was born into seeing what diversity looked like. Um, but as I got older, I got conditioned through environment and things that I hear and people around me and the culture at schools to, to know that there was some kind of divide going on, right? That there was there was racism in the past, like blatant racism, but that it was kind of still going on, you just couldn't see it as much during these days. Um, So I started becoming aware of what it might look like, even though I never really felt like racism came directly toward me. I could see it, I could hear it in the way people talked. I even got into it myself with some of the, like the music I was listening to, the people I was hanging around with, the words I would say. the groups we would form, especially like in high school where, you know, you might have a, a mostly black crowd and a mostly white crowd. And then every once in a while you'll have, um, you know you had the mostly Asian crowd. You just started to really see this. And then uh, after graduating high school, I really got to a point where as an adult, I could take, I could look back at my family and I'm like, I have the most colorful family you know, that I've ever seen. You know, we probably have seven or eight interracial grandchildren in the family. We probably have about the same number of, you know, me between me, both of my brothers, and our families, four or five different races. And then, you know, it all started with my mom and my dad. So I've seen both sides. And even though I grew up in diversity, one of the main feelings that I had growing up was, should, is this a place that I should be? You know, mm-hmm. if I would go somewhere, like how are these people looking at me? Am I dressed the right way? Am I speaking the right way? Because I experienced both sides because I feel like I always had a, a good level of education. I was articulate, I liked to write, I liked to read. And I got it from both sides. My black friends would say, man, you sound like a white boy. And then my, you know, the white friends would be like, you know, thinking that I was a gangster because I would kind of, I was in the middle, right? Being pulled both ways. And so this stuff is powerful. And I'm glad we're bringing this up today because no matter what's going on in these political houses, they will not change the way we feel down here at the grassroots level. Right, you and I interacting with each other and understanding that we can just be who we wanna be. And that's, that's where the love is, right? Unless we choose to let this environment that goes on in these political offices influence us, then you and I can be divided over something that's not even real. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want people to understand is there are things that we're taught in our environment, there's things we take in, there's things that we choose to believe but none of it is real the real experience is what you have eye to eye with the people that you love the most and if you really like slow down and pay attention to that they are from all different backgrounds and so i think that's the main message of this first segment is like let's just get back to operating off of love for the humans that are next to us that really matter the most
1: yeah and you know here's the thing um If you are completely devastated by what's happened and your guy has lost, or you're completely in like, just ecstatic that your guy has won, you both share two things. You're allowing outside sources and politics to control how you feel and you have become a victim if your guy has lost. If you become a victim to politicians, you have lost the game. True. Because politicians are looking for power. Politicians are looking, to, are looking for money. There's always corruption in, in, in all of it. But you know where there's no corruption? when you're having breakfast with your family uninterrupted, not on your phone. That's where there's no corruption. You see when, when my mom and dad decided to get out of Iran, they both had very, very like amazing careers. My dad being an electrical engineer, working for a major oil firm and my mom being a nurse. They had no problems with money, they had no problems providing, and we had a great life. But they gave all of that up for us to have an opportunity in a place where there is capitalism, in a place where you could come and start a business, in a place where everyone was welcome. But that feeling is starting to change now. It doesn't feel like everyone is welcome anymore. It doesn't feel like the people that have lived here that have fought wars, like African Americans that have fought wars that have like, they have been part of the, the, the thread of this nation are now being looked at differently because their skin colors. Are you kidding me? So you and I have had this conversation that I have never understood racism. I I just cannot understand it because it, it just makes no sense to me. But what makes sense is when people start to divide you and put you in different camps. And when you are in different camps, you only get fed that information that you want to hear or that the camp wants you to hear. And once you get caught up in that, it's game over. It's game over. So listen, right now, at this moment, you have a choice. You have a choice to be a victim because your guy didn't win. Or you have a choice of overly being joyous and being controlled by your politician because your politician won. Wherever you're at. But my point to you is this: if my parents can leave a country that suppressed its people and controlled them and divided them, come here at the age of 50 and at the age of 47, restart their entire life. My, you know, my dad going from being, you know, electrical engineer working you know, in big oil firms to working at Home Depot for my mom to come here and take a nursing test to pass and get her license, uh, with broken English and her experience and reading, basically the nursing guidebook and pass the test, rewrite their life for me to come here at the age of 11, not speaking a word of English going through some of the toughest, roughest schools in South Austin and still come out of it and at the end of it, start a business, help impact people's lives for over 20 years with a half-white, half-black woman that is British and a black man that has a white dad. Guys, no... At no point did I ever feel like I was a victim because I wanted to control my life. And the way, the only way that we can control our life is to respect one another, love one another, and make sure that no politician ever, ever controls the way that we feel about our neighbors and they never control our our ambition. Because think about it what if a, what if a company like tesla closes what happens to all the what happens to all the the uh, the smart brilliant employees that are engineers that are factory workers well they're not going to go jump off of a bridge you know what they're going to do they're going to start a new company they're going to go work for somebody else they're going to create another opportunity for themselves so if you are feeling like a victim i hope this gives you A little bit of a hope that a little boy from Iran that came here with nothing, that sold everything that that we had in our house, we sacrificed everything to be here just to have an opportunity and not to be seen as a victim and never acting like a victim, went through the process, fought through all the bullying, all the stuff that I was going through. It just never affected me, man. And this isn't about like, oh, look at me, or oh, look at Donovan, it, it, it's not that. It's like you and I have some real hardcore reasons to be victims, man. You could be a victim of racial uh, discrimination, you could be a victim because you're black, you could be a victim of this. You, I have never heard you speak of any of that. All we talk about is, let's move forward, how can we impact people's lives, right? Right. And how does this affect your health? Well, hell. So many people right now are using so much of their energy, so much of their mental health, so much of their time wasting on arguing and badgering each other on Facebook, on social media, and they are not taking the time to take care of themselves. Guess what? Your political party is not going to show up to your house and make you a healthy meal. Your political party is not going to show up to your house and help you, um, help your kids with their homework. They're not coming to your house to clean up your house. They're not coming to your house to pay your bills. They're not coming to your house to help you raise your credit score. They're not going to come to your house and help you increase. Your, they're, man, that's on you. You have to do the grassroots things that makes your life strong, makes your family strong, and teaching your kids and making sure and you letting them know that we are all human. No one chose their No one chose to be on this earth, no one chose their bodies, no one chose their skin, but we have a choice on how we can treat one another and we have a choice on how we can move forward regardless of who the president is. This is an amazing country and we should not let any political party divide us. Turn off CNN, turn off Fox, turn this stuff off. And what you should be turning on is your attention to your kids when they're speaking to you, putting your cell phone down and looking at them eye to eye, making sure you're spending quality time outside, making sure you're eating good foods, making sure you're exercising, making sure you're hiring coaches and people that you want to be like. Bring people together. Be kind to people. Don't look at another human and separate them. Remember, no one is coming to help you get fit. You have to get in the gym. You have to do the things that will emotionally help you support the actions that you need to take on a daily basis in order for you to become a healthy human so you can go out there in public and in our society and in our community and make an impact that could be lasting for the next generation. Presidents will come and go. Kindness is forever love is forever we will have this fight every four years when there's a new candidate we cannot lose track of humanity we cannot lose track of kindness and we cannot lose track of the fact that no one chose who they are but we can choose how we react and act in our communities and what kind of an impact that we want to have
0: yeah man and um I just wanted to bring in a little more perspective that will help people to hopefully release the attachment they may have to uh, how politics affects them and their health. Think about this, in the very beginning, politics and and governments were formed for very good reasons, right? The The two different sides. And those two different sides were formed in order to have different perspectives, come together and have a conversation of understanding and come up with the best result that served the people. The problem is those were humans trying to make those decisions and it didn't last long before ego and pride took over. And then it just became a battle of people being infatuated with being right. How right can I be? And how stupid can the other person be because they don't believe things the way I believe them? Mm -hmm. And... You can see this now at the highest level and it's trickled down into us as everyday people who are wanting to live life better but are caught up in the mess. So if that's you, what I'm challenging you to do is understand that politics is not what it used to be, right? There's, there's too much infatuation with wanting to be right and when you do that, you eliminate the ability to understand. And I think if we can get back to understanding people Understanding doesn't mean you agree with them. It means that you're taking the time to at least listen to a different perspective, a perspective that, that might they might have, which can be valuable even if you don't agree with it. Right. And I think that's where we become the strongest versions of ourselves, is when I can sit down and talk to you, not agree with what you say and be like, Man, that's that's an interesting point. I never thought of it that way. You don't have to take on that belief, but you just you were just a better person for for uh using understanding in the conversation and that's where we're missing things so the challenge here get back to your center of control and that's all the things that fred just talked about there's there's a certain certain like a nucleus of things that you control and the question is are you taking care of all those things right we saw your facebook posts you're taking care of that but are you taking care of all the things that really really matter are you healthier today right? Do your kids know how special they are today? Did you get a better workout in today? Were you? Did you perform better at work today? Did you serve somebody today? Did you call that friend that you haven't talked to for a long time? That is your center of control. And it's more important than any keys that you can press on your keyboard. So that's what this, this podcast was about. And our, our mission right here is to help you understand nobody's coming to save you and your politics will never change the human inside you that wants to be the best. It won't change that. Unless you allow it to pull you in a way where there's division. That's the only way that can happen. So all we got to do is take one little like take a small look back through history to see that there's been several different presidents and none of them have changed our health. None of them have changed the quality of food that we, we get to buy. None of them have changed any of that. So what they're changing are things at, at a level that most of the time doesn't even reach us here. So let's get back to our center of control and, uh, install discipline in the things that really matter.
1: Absolutely, man. Those are amazing points. And I just want to leave everyone with, you are not helpless and you are in control of your life. Period. Listen, if you feel like this episode was helpful, if you feel like this episode is something that someone needs to hear and it will help them, please share it. Our goal here is overall health from the inside out. And we felt truly passionate about this. And instead of making posts on Facebook or agreeing or disagreeing or arguing with people, we wanted to give our perspectives as two minorities that live in an amazing country that has given both of us the opportunity to impact people's lives and choose the way that we want to live and also treat one another. So with that being said, I hope you guys have an amazing week, and we look forward to having you back on with the next episode. Much of love, see y'all.
0: For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to vbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, It helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that when applied has the power to change your life.